0: Hey guys, before we start the show, I've got some exciting announcements to make. This spring, WOW in the World is getting out in the world. We've got a few big events that we've been cooking up, and we hope that you can come out and join us. First up, we'll be at the USA Science and Engineering Festival in Washington, D.C., it's happening April 6th through 8th, and grown-ups, you can go to tinkercast.com slash events to find out when Guy Raz and I will be there in person, including a special world organization of Wowsers meet and greet happening on Friday, April 6th. You can RSVP for that and find out about more upcoming live performances at tinkercast.com slash events. That's it. Hope to see you out in the world this spring.
1: Proceeded, three, two, one, admission. The weather for a adventure of magnificent proportion. Welcome to Robo Ho Ho Ho, the Premier Robotic Comedy Club. Now is the time to activate Applause servos and execute welcome protocol for the human
0: Mindy. Uh, thank you, thank you. Um hi everyone. Um can you hear me? Uh Hang on. Whoa, whoa! Hi Micah. Uh, um Okay, great. Uh, well, it's great to be here at the robo-ho-ho-ho. Ho, ho. How are we all doing tonight? <coughs> okay. All right, tough crowd. Um, okay, you bots ready to laugh or... I don't know, um, process some auditory humor?
1: Affirmative. Anticipation sensors running at
0: 12%. Okay, um, all right. How about a joke? Um, why was the robot angry? Processing. Huh?
1: Punchline unknown.
0: Because the programmer kept pushing his buttons.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sensors detect terrible
0: jokes. Okay, all right. Well there's more where that came from. Um Why did the robot go back to school?
1: To collect valuable
0: information. Because he was a little rusty. Not for me. Rust requires lubrication. You get it?
1: Please contact your system administrator. Wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. I got another one. You're going to like this one. I promise you. Um... Uh, what do you call a pirate droid? My mother
1: was a pirate
0: droid. R2D2! Yeah. You know.
1: Mindy, are you okay? I-, I could hear you from all the way over at my house.
0: <sighs> yeah, I'm fine, Guy Raz. I was just trying out some new robo-humor in my head, and needless to say, it was not going well.
1: Robo-humor?
0: Yeah, you want to see? Nah, nah I'm-, I'm okay. No, really, let me just pop the top of my head here. No, no, Mindy, stop. You, you know, it freaks me out when you do that. <laughs> got it open. No, I'm just going to bend down here so you can take a quick peek from the top.
1: Uh, okay, let me just see here. Uh, are those scrambled
0: eggs? What? No. Phew. They're poached. Uh... Look what's happening. Okay, please close it up. I can't take it anymore.
1: Phew. You were right, Mindy. Things looked pretty rough in there.
0: Yeah, I know, right? Nobody's laughing at my jokes. Huh? I'm getting to work on my timing. Get a new audience.
1: Well, why were you trying out your computational comedy anyway?
0: Well, I was inspired by these researchers at the University of Edinburgh in Scotland. They actually created a robot that can tell jokes.
1: Wow. Well, if that robot comedian is so funny... Why don't you tell me one of its jokes?
0: Okay, but you better hold on to your humorous for this one. Uh, you do know the humorous bone has nothing to
1: do with...
0: <clears throat> okay, so here's one that the robo-comedian told. You ready? Uh, <clears throat> How do you stop a baby astronaut from crying? Uh... You rock it! You get it? Uh... You rock it? You rock it like a baby?
1: Uh... yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Not bad, huh?
1: Yeah, that wasn't really that funny.
0: Okay, so maybe the robo-comedian humor bot might not know how to knock jokes out of the park like I can. But it's still like 16% funny. 16% funny? Mindy,
1: What are you talking about? How do you put a percentage on funny?
0: Okay, well, so those same scientists at the University of Edinburgh, they were able to quantify or measure just how funny this robo-comedian humor bot was. And then they compared it to real live human comedians. But
1: how were they able to measure the different levels of funny?
0: Yeah, so these researchers took 50 jokes, some written by human comedians and some written by the robo comedian Humorbot, and then they asked people in the audience to judge whether the jokes were funny or not. Huh. And of the human jokes, 33 percent, or about one third of them, were considered funny, whereas the robo comedian humor bots jokes were only considered funny about 16% of the time. So basically, you could say that the robot was about half as funny as a human. That's
1: pretty interesting, Mindy. And you know, a prime example of artificial intelligence.
0: Yeah, artificial intelligence. You know, I keep hearing that term everywhere I go, but I don't know exactly what it means. I mean, is it like fake cheese, but for your brain, or...
1: Well, I'm not entirely sure, but as far as I understand, Mindy, artificial intelligence is an area of computer science that tries to make machines smarter. And in fact, we're surrounded in our everyday lives by examples of artificial intelligence. Really? Like what? Well, let's see. Uh, Oh, oh, here, here, my my phone. Your phone? Modern-day smartphones are packed full of artificial intelligence, like... Aha! See this, Mindy? This is the last time I used my GPS and it was able to check the traffic in my neighborhood and tell me the fastest way to get to my favorite kombucha bar.
0: Wait, you have a favorite kombucha bar? How many do
1: you fit? Let's see what else we got here. Oh, okay, this app, Mindy, this is an app that I use to translate my voice into another language. Wow in the world, oui, dans le monde. these two things on my phone are both examples of artificial intelligence.
0: I don't know, Guy Raz. My GPS once led me into the middle of a cake at a one-year-old's birthday party, so uh, I don't know if I really trust its intelligence.
1: Well, this kind of artificial intelligence is known as narrow AI, and that basically means that it's pretty good at performing one specific task.
0: Oh, so like translating words or navigating
1: directions. Exactly. And what scientists are trying to do is to create An artificial intelligence that's good at performing lots of different tasks
0: Just like a human can
1: And that sort of artificial intelligence is called general AI or strong AI
0: AI, artificial intelligence Okay, but for the meantime, I guess we're going to have to settle with robots that can track our pizzas and beat us at chess. Beat us at chess? Oh, yeah. In fact, um, follow me, Guy Raz. i got to show you something. This is going to blow your mind. Well,
1: Mindy. Come on. Mindy, where are we going?
0: To the archives. Do
1: you have an archive in your gingerbread house?
0: Uh, Gingerbread Mansion just added an indoor marshmallow pit. Oh, right. Anywho, I have to show you something. Let me just get the door to my
1: library here. Whoa. You've got even more books than the last time I was in here. Wait, is that an entire shelf of... Mindy, why do you have all my baby photo albums?
0: Okay, now I just need to remember which book to pull so we can open the secret door. Secret door? No, it's not that one. No, that's not it. Oh, here it is. How do you know? Oh, because it says it right here in the title. See? Uh, this book opens the secret door by Dr. Pull Here. What? Go ahead. Pull the book. See what happens. Whoa. Okay, now where did I put it? it Maybe in this filing cabinet. My stuff! Okay, um, Guy Ross, will you hold these cats? Uh, Okay, let me see here. What do we have? Newspaper archives. Yes, okay, let me see here. Giant mysterious pigeon spotted over Washington. Nope. Um, microbial humanoid life perplexes scientists. No, it's not that either. Oh, here it is! Deep blue crowned world chess champion 1997. That's it. Deep
1: blue? That's an
0: odd name. Yeah, well, if you think that's odd, you might want to consider the fact that this chess grandmaster weighed 1.5 tons.
1: 1.5 tons? That's as heavy as a hippopotamus.
0: Also became a world champion at just... Four years old. Four years old? And is so big that it takes up an entire room in downtown New York City.
1: Wait a second, Mindy. Are you talking about a computer?
0: Winner, winner, chicken dinner. You know I am, Guy Raz. Huh. Deep Blue is the name of the artificially intelligent robot that beat world chess champion Gary Kasparov in 1997.
1: Oh, I remember now, Mindy. Gary Kasparov originally beat... Beat the Deep Blue robot the year
0: before in 1996. Yep. And after that crushing defeat, the scientists from IBM, you know, the company that built Deep Blue, they went away and came back 15 months later with a smarter, sharper chess-playing mastermind. Wait. Check it
1: out, Mindy. It says here that the rematch lasted more than a week, and in the end, Deep Blue emerged the winner, becoming the first artificial intelligence to beat a
0: Grandmaster at chess exact Doritos, Guy Raz, but artificial intelligence, or AI, has been crushing us at all kinds of board games ever since then. Like which ones? Well, for one, the game I'm thinking of is over 2,500 years old, making it the oldest board game in the world. Uh-huh. It's played on a 19 by 19 grid board. Okay. And it's played by more than 40 million people across Asia.
1: Oh, I think i have Got it. You're talking about the ancient Chinese board game Go.
0: You know it, Guy Raz.
1: You know, I remember reading about that in the newspaper. Here, move over, Mindy. Ah,
0: boom, there's not enough
1: room. Okay, uh, let me see here.
0: Ugh, I wish there was some sort of artificial intelligence system that could help search through all this information. Sorry, what were you saying, Mindy? Like some sort of a research engine? I don't know. Uh, no, I, uh, oh, wait wait. what? No. I Oh, wait,
1: wait. Here it is. <gasps> Artificial intelligence AlphaGo beats the reigning world Go champion Lee Sedol in Epic seven-day match.
0: Oh, yes, that's one of my favorite intelligent smackdowns in all of history. And guess what, Guy Raz? What? I just so happen to have the hottest tickets in town. What are you talking about, Mindy? The match, Guy Raz. I've been saving these for a while. Here, check them out. Alpha
1: Go versus Lee Sedol. Brain versus Bit? <laughs> Mindy, I think we might be a little bit late for this match. These tickets say the game was on March 15th, 2016.
0: Well, it's a good thing we've got a mostly functional time machine. Oh no. Oh
1: yes. Oh, Mindy, the seats were so sticky the last time we rode in it, it took you an hour just to pull me out. <laughs> oh! oh. What was that anyway?
0: Oh, that was just the runoff maple syrup. Maple, what? Uh, don't worry about it, Guy Raz. What you should know is that the time machine just got a new makeover, and it is looking awesome. I'm talking new flame decals from the front to the back, and uh, oh, man, just wait until you see it. Um, come on, hop on my back. What? Uh, okay. Run! Okay, let me just open the garage door here, and... So, um... Nice weather we're having, huh? Uh... It's just, uh... It's just gonna take another few minutes to open. Huh?
1: Wow! You know, Mindy, you may need to oil those tracks on that garage door. Ah,
0: there we go. Whoa! Whoa! I
1: have to admit, Mindy, I was a little skeptical, but those are some
0: cool-looking
1: decals.
0: I know, right? You can thank Reggie for those. He actually designed them. Reggie designed those? Yeah, apparently he used to own his own design firm in Pasadena. Huh! (laughs) Who would have guessed? Now, just to uh, open the hatch... Still gets jammed up, huh? Yeah, maybe I should have spent some of that decal money on fixing these hinges. Ah! Oh, there we go. After you, Raz. If you insist. <sighs> yep, still smells the same.
1: Uh, am I smelling bloomin' onions and maple syrup?
0: Oh, yeah, long story, but my lunch exploded in here yesterday.
1: Uh, I'd better clean this up.
0: Okay, now we just gotta punch in the time coordinates. Um, what does the ticket there say? It says uh, March fifteenth, two thousand sixteen. March fifteenth, two thousand sixteen. All right, that should do the trick. Whoa! Oh, I thought I was gonna take off on a. Walk. through that time-space continuum, but uh, I think this must be the place. Looks like we made it, Guy Gairoz. Oh, boy. Um, Guy-Roz? All right, little buddy, come on. You're just gonna have to shake it off. Come on, shake it off. Whew! Okay, well, um, I'm just gonna open up the hatch here and... Ugh. Wow! Looks like we made it to the stadium just in time. The GO Championship is just about to start.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, the South Korean sensation, the strong stone, the current reigning Go World Champion,
0: Lee Segoe! Quick, come on, hurry up, Guy Raz, we don't want to be late! Well,
1: I mean, if we have to travel back in time two years to experience something, well then, I mean, technically, we're already late. Oh, come on, they're taking tickets over there! Well... Well, hold on one sec, Mindy, because all that time traveling made me really hungry. Can we hit up the concession stand before we go in? Oh,
0: Garaz, there's no time for snacks. The championship is about to start. But they're selling kelp noodle cones, my favorite. Oh, there's our row. Um, excuse me, excuse me, coming through. Oops, oh, sorry, watch your legs.
1: Oh, made it. And now please welcome tonight's contender, all the from the United Kingdom, the Computational Commando, the processing powerhouse, Alpha. Ooh, yes,
0: here they go. Hmm. You guys have the 10 already?
1: Shh. Uh, Mindy, how long do these games usually last?
0: I don't know, like a few hours or so.
1: So, Mindy, if a computer was able to beat a human being at chess in 1997, how come it took another 20 years for scientists to build a computer that can beat a human grandmaster at Go?
0: Well, there's just a lot of stuff for the computer to compute. I mean, in a normal chess game, there are usually 32 different moves you can make on your turn. So if you wanted to look ahead three moves, you times 32 by 32 by 32, which would leave you with Uh, 32,768 possible outcomes, or 32,768 different ways to play those three moves. She must have a calculator in her brain. Anywho, with Go, there aren't 32 moves you can play with each turn. There are up to 250. 50 possible moves you can play on each turn. Wow. Which means that there would be over 15 million different outcomes if you wanted to look just three moves into the future.
1: Which I suppose might be a little bit difficult. Even for a computer.
0: Right? So AlphaGo was able to look a few moves ahead, but not nearly as far ahead as it was able to in chess. So the scientists at DeepMind, which is the computer company that invented AlphaGo, had to come up with a different technique for beating a grandmaster. So what did they do? They taught it to play itself. They taught it to play itself? Yep. The computer scientists programmed AlphaGo to play millions and millions of games against itself. And each time, it would figure out what worked, what didn't work, and then put those techniques to work in the next match. Ah, of course, because in
1: computer science, the process of having machines learn from trial and error is called deep learning. But to the
0: rest of us, it's just called practice makes perfect.
1: So what happened? Well... And I think this is it. Yeah. Here comes Alpha Go with what will surely be the final blow. Uh, I can't watch it, I can't watch it, I can't watch I can't
0: watch I can't watch I can't watch can watch it. That's it. Hold on your plug. Ouch. Hi, Roz. The next time that happens, I'm going to reboot you. What? Oh, shh. Sh- and
1: there we have it, ladies and gentlemen the all new, all
0: artificial <cling lace> Go Grandmaster. Oh, no. What a match!
1: One for the ages!
0: <sighs> okay, well, I hate to cut the fun short, but we gotta get out of here, Guy Raz. We gotta beat the crowd. Looking at my watch here, I think the parking meter's about to run out on our time machine. Oh, come on!
1: Oh, excuse me, uh, me uh, excuse oh. me, excuse oh. me, Andrew. I'm sorry. Oh, pardon me, excuse, excuse me! Uh,
0: sorry, pardon me. Uh.
1: Ugh,
0: that was a tight squeeze. Come on, quick, through the turnstile! Ah! Uh. Oh, look, there's a time machine right there. And we've only got one second to spare. Come on. Ah, Made it. Here are the keys. Just open the hatch. Uh, So much grunting for one day. We have to
1: fix this hatch, Mindy. Yeah. Wait wait, wait a second. Why is it so slippery? Did you put fair trade palm oil on this?
0: Oh. Oh, yeah, uh, I, um, I smeared it all over the time machine because I thought, I don't know, maybe it would help us to slip through the time space continuum a little bit more easily. I mean, you know how it is. Uh, sure. Ah, there we go. Hop on side, Guy Raz. Next stop, present
1: day. Uh, you sure those are the right buttons, Mindy?
0: Yes, of course I'm not sure these are the right buttons, Guy Raz. Now hold on tight, because here we are.
1: Yay! Ah, made it! I have to say, Mindy, that fair trade palm oil really does the trick. I know. What I tell ya? Wait, that was weird. What's weird, Mindy?
0: Um, I'm just gonna step out of this time machine, but I want you to stay really close by. Uh. Okay, cross your fingers.
1: <sighs> Whoa. Where are we, Mindy? When are we?
0: Um, well, I don't know. You don't know? Maybe some of that slippery palm oil got into the control panel and it went too far. I don't know, Raz. Well,
1: it certainly doesn't look like North America in present day. Mindy, I think we might be in Japan in... In what? What year could it be? Oh, hey, look. A newspaper stand. Let's see here.
0: 2020. 2020? Oh, see, I didn't overshoot by that much. Oh, Mindy, what are we gonna do? How are we gonna get back? Why don't we just Guy Skyraze? I mean, the time machine still has plenty of syrup to run on. It could totally get us back home, but... In the meantime, let's just take a break. See the sights of future Japan. I mean, just think about it. We could go watch a robo-robo sumo match or take a jetpack tour of the city. Maybe visit one of those restaurants where your food is delivered by a levitating train. I mean, how often do we get to be stuck in the future? Yeah,
1: that's not such a bad idea, you know. In fact, I've always wanted to visit one of those bonsai gardens. You know, those tiny little trees that they grow in some Asian countries.
0: Yeah, I know what bonsai trees are, but Gairaz, we're in future Japan! Let's do future stuff! I mean, bonsai trees are old enough to be our great-great-great-great-great-great-grandplants! Uh... I mean, is that really how you want to spend our time here? Uh, well, yeah. Okay, we'll do it, but remember... When we get back to the present day, you have to let me push you through the grocery store in a shopping cart while you wave to the other shoppers pretending like you're on a parade float. Whoa. Now let me just tail us a hover cab. <whistles> Ooh la la, that was quick. This must be one really reliable driver. Uh, Mindy? Now go ahead and hop inside, Guy Raz. I'm so excited. I've never met a real hover cab driver from the future before. I've never met anyone from the future before. Mindy, I really think that... Um, konnichiwa, sir. We would like to go to the bonsai gardens, please. Mindy, look! What? (gasps) Ooh! Where's the driver, Guy Ross? There is no driver.
1: I've been trying to tell you that. Well, something is driving this thing. This must be an autonomous vehicle. An
0: autonomous vehicle? (gasps) A self-driving car. Well, welcome to the future!
1: Well, actually, Mindy, this sort of research into self-driving cars has been going on for several years now. Yeah,
0: that's what I thought, but...
1: But what we're seeing right here in the future is how much these cars will change the way we get around.
0: Wait, so self-driving cars already exist in the present day?
1: Well, yeah, and in fact, companies like Google and Tesla all have research projects to build the very first fully autonomous self-driving car.
0: So without a driver, how exactly do these cars work?
1: Well, they use a bunch of scientific equipment like radars and lasers and GPS and even video to sense all of the things around it.
0: Oh, and then the artificially intelligent part of the car just takes all of that information and figures out how to get from one place to another without bashing into buildings, people, and other cars.
1: Exactamundo. And the cab that we're traveling in right now was developed by a Japanese company called RoboTaxi, which is actually sending out a whole fleet of self-driving taxis Around the city of Tokyo for the 2020 Olympic
0: Games. Whoa, the 2020 Olympic Games are getting self driving taxis?
1: Yes, yes, and some of the most brilliant scientific minds in the world are predicting that these self driving cars are going to completely change how we travel. Wow, well, in what ways? Well, for starters, self driving cars will be much safer than normal cars because they're able to see so much further than our own human eyes can see. And also, Mindy, they can see in all different directions at the same time.
0: Man, talk about having eyes in the back of your head, right? But they're able to drive a lot safer than most humans too. Well, that's the idea. Like this autonomous vehicle we're sitting in, which reminds
1: me, Mindy, we should... not <gasps>
0: It can talk. Uh, hey, Roz, can... maybe it can process humor, too. Uh, hey, Taxi. What? You, you want to hear a joke? Sure. Oh, no. Okay, I think you're really going to like this one. Uh... What do you get? when you cross a robot and a tractor?
1: What do you get?
0: A transformer! Really?
1: Nothing? He's not laughing. It's not funny.
0: Okay, well there's a lot more where that came from.
1: Okay, let me try one. Oh boy. What is Soda Pop's
0: favorite
1: activity? Hum, what is Soda Pop's favorite activity? Physical activity. Oh my, now that was funny. Ha 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 ha! Fizz, get it? As in CO two. Physical activity. Good one, Guy Raz.
0: Well, maybe it's time for scientists to stop working so hard on self-driving robots and instead invent some self-laughing ones. <laughs> <laughs> ha,
1: ha.
0: Maybe we just need to go back to the present day, Guy Raz, and work on our jokes well um excuse me self-driving robo car what why don't you uh hang a yui and skip the bonsai gardens i think we're ready to go back home 10 4 mindy here we go
1: wow in the world we'll be right back grown-ups this message is for you support for this podcast and the following message for parents come from sc johnson Maker of Ziploc, committed to inspiring creative confidence in kids to fuel their future, Ziploc is working with KiwiCo to create meaningful STEM projects and facilitate children's learning. Find out more on Ziploc.com. That's it! Back to the show! Wow in the World!
0: Hi! Thanks for calling Wow in the World! After the beep, get ready to record...
1: Hi, Mindy and Raz. My name is Nolan and I live in um, Guam. And my way in the world is that li- a lion's roar can, can be heard up to five miles away. Dennis, you are so weird and ready I could speak pigeon. I love your show. Bye. Hello, my name is Neb, and I live in Grand Island, Nebraska. My wow is the Saluki is the world's oldest dog breed. They appear in ancient Egyptian tombs.
0: Bye.
1: I'm Ian. I live in Chesapeake, Virginia, and my wow in the world is that just one whiff of chocolate can make people happy. A chemical and cacao releases feel-good vibes in the brain. Say hi to Grandma G-Force for me.
0: Buongiorno!
1: I'm Indian Guy Raz. My name is Oscar, and I'm from Chicago, Illinois. My wow in the world is that Pepper X, the spiciest pepper in the world, was accidentally invented. Bye! Say hi to Dennis for me. Hi! Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. My name is Olivia, and I live in Roswell, Georgia. My well in the world is that octopi lay
0: 1,000 eggs and hang them on underwater vines, and take only a few at the end. Love the show. Bye. My name is Sam Barnett.
1: I live in Charlotte, North Carolina, and my well in the world is that if Saturn were small enough, it could... Float on one of the oceans. Isn't that amazing? Say, say hi to Dennis, Reggie, and Grandma G Force for me. Hi there. Talk louder. Hi, my name is Julie, and I'm from Southampton, Massachusetts. And my wild in the world is that praying mantises have one ear. Bye. And Grandma G Force. Good luck in wrestling. What? You
0: wanna wrestle? Hi, my name is Matthew. I live in Boston. And my wow in the world is that 95% of the ocean hasn't been discovered. Bye. Hi,
1: my name is Cassian. I live in um, Colorado, and my wow is moms were formed by glaciers. Bye.
0: Hi, my name is Sean. I'm from Wellesley, Massachusetts.
1: And my wow is that the smallest penguin is 16 inches tall. Thank you. Bye. End of
0: messages. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for hanging out with us this week on Wow in the World. And to keep the wow rolling, check out this week's scientific
1: conversation starters at our website, wowintheworld.com.
0: And grown-ups, there you can find more info on how your kids can become members of the World Organization of Wowzers. shop our wow shop, upload photos and videos to us, and check dates for our upcoming live events that's wowintheworld.com our
1: show is produced by jed anderson
0: who provides the bells whistles and silly characters say hello jed hello our show is written by me guy roz and thomas van Kalken, who also provides silly characters tom
1: hello there thanks also to jessica bodie casey Kofer, rebecca caban kit ballinger and alex Curley. Meredith Halpern Ranzer powers the Wow at Tinkercast.
0: Our theme song was composed and performed by the Pop Ups. For more info on their two-time Grammy-nominated all-ages music, find them at thepopups.com. And
1: grown-ups, you can follow Wow in the World on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Wow in the World, and our email address is hello at wowintheworld.com.
0: And if you're a kid with a big Wow to share with us. Call us at 1-888-7-WOW-WOW for a chance to be featured at the end of the show.
1: Also, if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to Wow in the World on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Yeah, leave us a few stars, a review, or just tell a friend about the show.
1: Thanks again for listening, and until next time, keep keep on on wowing.
0: wowing. Ding.
1: The world was made by Tinkercast and sent to you by NPR. It might be hard to pin down what makes a friendship really work. I feel like we're like the Michael Jordan of friendships. Like you can't ask Jordan, <laughs> you can't ask Jordan how he does what he does. He's a freak of nature. But clearly some people know how to do it. Check out Life Kit's new guide from NPR on navigating the highs and lows of friendship or subscribe to Life Kit all guides for all of our episodes all in one place.